The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. Greetings, podcast people. Catterall once again for another episode of the Adam at Breakfast podcast. Called that because of my surname, not because I can't spell podcast. All right. Thanks for the uh, emails. Uh, Little Max is going to be on this week's podcast talking about all good things. Transformers. New film. Doing quite well. He's a big fan of one particular member of the cast. Uh, we're also going to be speaking about hand-me-downs, thumb-sucking adults and me getting stitched up by a granny. And we'll start with me painting a hopefully a positive light on politicians. Take a listen to this. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. Yesterday I was on the big train down to the big smoke. Uh, to do a little bit of work, and you come across various people on the old uh, on the old train journey and what have you. Every now and again, I like to strike up a conversation with a stranger just to make myself feel uh, part of like the gang. You've got friends, yeah, you know, part yeah. of the gang, like you know what I mean. Uh, anyway, yesterday when I was getting uh, on the train on the way back home, so this is from London back to Preston, all right, coming back to the northwest of England, I um, sat down next to a member of Parliament. I recognise them from their picture in the paper. I won't name any names, but they uh, they do a bit of work in the northwest and various other parts of the country and stuff like that, all right? Uh, so I recognised who they were, and I thought, oh, this is my opportunity. We'll uh, pick a few brains. Now, as I was sitting down, a few other people had spotted who this particular person was, and then you were getting the old jokes coming their way, going, oh, what, are you claiming for this, are you? <laughs> are you claiming for this? Anyway, they sat down next to me. They were, they were a dead nice person, actually. Yeah. We had a good chat about various things, and I told them about my thoughts about the economy, economy and Barack Obama <laughs> and various things like that. You know, because obviously they want to know my thoughts on these particular things, being uh, a globetrotting superstar myself. So we had a chat. We had a lovely bit of lunch, lovely bit of dinner on the way back and all this type of stuff. And I thought to myself, never waste an opportunity, all right? Now, I know what you're thinking, you two. I've invited him on the show. No, I haven't, all right? I haven't done anything like that whatsoever because we don't do politics, all right? However, what I have done, I might have made us a few quid, all right? Right. Because as I was leaving, I was getting off here. They were going a little bit further up the country, this particular politician. Uh, I got my train ticket. I got my receipt for uh, for my dinner, for my sandwiches and my sausage roll, all right? Mm-hmm. And I found a, t- I found a, a petrol receipt in my bag as well. <laughs> I paper-clipped them all up, put my business card in there as well, and I said, when you've gone it, just throw it back my way, all right? <laughs> Have a word with Gordon. I've no doubt he'll claim that in for us, all right? Yeah? Oh, God, Adam. They're claiming for second houses. I can have a bit of petrol back, can't I? You know what I mean? <laughs> Are you ready? The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. You all right, Maximus? You eat cocker? Yes, I am. Thank you very much. What are you up to today? Going to watch Transformers at the cinemas tonight, Adam. Oh, fantastic, mate. Apparently it's quite good. It's number one in the chart, isn't it, Katie? Yeah, I think so. Uh, we'll get we'll get to more on that straight after some showbiz. What have we got? Oh, Mags, as if he hasn't got enough money, this man. Just like Oliver, Simon Cowell wants more. He's poised to become the richest TV mogul in the world and he's going to be linking up with tycoon Sir Philip Green. He's the one who's uh, in charge of that high street shop. Uh, he's in talks with the Brit business legend to launch a multi-billion dollar entertainment empire. This is going to be massive if it happens. Uh, the business is going to incorporate new TV shows, talent management and even merchandising and apparently it could be as big as Disney. Put it all into context for you, Max. 
Uh, last year, he made £44 million, and right now, right at this minute, is worth a whopping £120 million. There you go, Max. Thanks, Kitty. Go on then, Sunshine. Who's your favourite? Optimus Prime? Bumblebee? Megatron? What? Your favourite Transformer? Who is it? I don't know. I just heard that Megan Fox is in Rebuff. It's French for naked. <laughs> I think you had no, I think you've misheard the trailer, mate, right? It says Megan Fox and Shia LaBeouf. Exactly. She in LaBeouf, me in La Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> no, the act... Never mind, the actor. Hey, forget it. We'll catch you later, yeah? Laters. The Adam at Breakfast Podcast. Let me get to the point of why I was on a bus yesterday. My car went in for an MOT, right, in Blackburn, and I had to go into town centre for something, so I caught bus in. And as I was catching the bus back to go and pick my car up, front garage, this was brilliant. I haven't caught a bus probably since, well, since I used to use them all the time at college in in my early 20s and stuff. So I didn't actually know the full bus route of this particular bus route. Got on the bus, said to Geese, I said, right, I need to go up to Blackamoor Road in Blackburn from town centre. And he went, right, no problem. Charged me one ninety. I tried to get on for half. That was by- <laughs> Allegedly, that don't, know, that don't work no more when you've got half a beard on. Right? So I gets on there, sits on, I thought, right, does he go up Blackamoor Road? Does he go down Blackamoor Road? Or does he go straight over Blackamoor Road? I don't know. But I need to go down Blackamoor Road. Right. So as we were approaching... Blackamore Road, I can see that he's at the top and I need to be at the bottom. So I think to myself, is he going to go down it? Is he going to go down it? Or do I need to get off here and walk down it myself? So I tapped this granny who was sat in front of me talking to her pal. I tapped her on the shoulder. I said, excuse me, love, can you just can you just tell me if this bus goes down Blackamore Road or does it go straight over heading up towards Aslinden? Oh, this one goes up towards Aslinden. Def- yeah, it, go- it goes straight over. So, it- so I said, if I need to go down Blackamore Road, do I need to get off now? And she went, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I um, I, ju- I said, thank you very much. Uh, tapped her on the shoulder, said, thank you very much. And then uh, jumped up to, rang the bell, bus stopped. I get off at the thing, said thank you very much to the bus driver. Started walking. There were people getting on the bus, so the bus didn't set off straight away. I starts walking down Blackamore Road, as I thought that uh, the bus would not be going there. It'd be gone its way to Haslinden. The bus... Then goes down Blackamoor Road. <laughs> Blackamoor Road is easily about a mile and a half long and I need to get to the bottom of this thing, right? It gets better, right? The lady was sat on the left-hand side of the bus, therefore she can see me on the pavement. <laughs> As the bus goes down Blackamoor Road, she looks at me, remembers, obviously, that she's had a conversation with me 30 seconds ago, and waves <laughs> at me. Just a hand, or was it uh, fingers, or what? <laughs> no, it was a je- just a normal handshake, like a sarcastic going... <laughs> How old is this lady? Easily in her seventies. Easily, absolutely oh, unbelievable. Brilliant! I can't believe that this is going on in the world today. I was just a young lad wanting to know the bus service and the bus route. Yeah, it do- yeah, it goes straight across. She lad. saw you coming, didn't she? I reckon as soon as I've walked past her, she's tapped her mate Edna and gone here. Watch this, prat here. What is <laughs> they doing for kicks on the way to bingo? Isn't it? They do it every day. It. I can't believe it. there's guys out there. She obviously listens to the show and she thinks I'm going to get some payback here. Quality. Thank you very much, Doris, for that. <laughs> The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. Subscribe now at rockfm.co.uk. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. Uh, There's a website for it called thumbsuckingadults.com. Go and check it out. Basically, it's about adults that suck their thumbs and use various other forms of comfort. 
Many of us in our time as children may have had a little blanket, may have had a dummy that we needed to get us to sleep and calm us down in times of tantrum. Uh, turns out there's adults out there doing the exact same thing. Our very own Katie Mike from Travel is... Um, is, is one person that likes to sleep with a teddy cup by the name of Sammy the Seal. This is right, isn't That's it? That's not weird, Sammy Seal. It is weird. My mate Yarny has been on the phone and he would like to grasp up his wife, Calf, who sleeps with her teddy, Donovan, named after Jason. <laughs> this is great. She's 34 years of age. Absolutely amazing. Uh, loads of people texting in the show. Thank you very much. I did ask for the uh, oldest thumb sucker in the Northwest. 64 years of age this year is uh, Catherine's mother. She is still sucking a thumb whilst watching the television, which I think is absolutely brilliant. Um, we've, this is brilliant. Uh, Kaz in Southport's been on. She was dating a guy a couple of years ago who admitted that he had a piece of cloth that he carried everywhere in his pockets. And he's had it since he was a baby. And when he got a little bit tantrumy, he got it out and rubbed it on his face. <laughs> What a weirdo. He is now an ex, uh, by the way, just in case you were wondering how that relationship was going. Finally, this is brilliant on the text. Paul at BCH, just for a bit of identification there, my man. Uh, a lot of your mates at work, I believe, think you are a little bit weird and take the mick at you because you use your paintbrush to tickle your chin. <laughs> All I can say, right, is that I hope there is no paint on the end of that brush. Maybe that's why they're taking the mick at you. If you've got a red stripe down your face or something like that, there you go. Is that comforting? Bristles on your chin there it with the old paint bristles. Maybe, maybe. Paul, watch yourself, sunshine. Let's go to the phones. Let's find out what people say. Morning, Cocker. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, my dear. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Very Always well. good to hear from an Adam at Breakfast All Star. Kathy Top Gear, everybody on the phone right now. Come on, <laughs> what have you got for me? Vicky Sudworth is my daughter. Mm. She is 25 on Friday mm. and she sucks her thumb. Really? Oh. She does. I love she this. Does. does she have she... like a comfort blanket? Maybe a, a little dummy that she uses and stuff like that? No, no, no. She just sucks her thumb watching do you, do you, TV. Uh, as a mother, do you tell her off for that? I do. I've always told her off. I tried to... When she was a baby, yeah. I tried to put a dummy in her mouth. Yeah. But she has a thumb in the side as well. Kathy, did you never tell her that her teeth would, would go bucked if uh, if she carried on sucking her thumb? I kept telling her, but do you know what? She... Teeth are fine. <laughs> I know a friend, right? I've got. I, I had a friend at, at secondary school whose thumb was one on the right hand was shorter than the other thumb because they sucked it that much. Know, and that I've is a true story. I haven't made that up. That is true. <laughs> Honestly, I've to, seen Kathy. it. I've seen that before. But Vicky, no. Both thumbs are Yeah, we used to call them midget thumb. You know what I mean? I know that's, <laughs> a, I know that's a bad thing to talk about. Anyway, Kathy, great to speak Keep to you. Fully. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye. bye. Good morning, Rocket Fan. Hi, Doc. All right, mate. Right, listen. Uh, my fiance Emma, if she can't get to sleep at night, you know what she does? Do is this clean? Yeah. Right, go on. Yeah. Puts the air dryer on. What? And falls asleep to the air dryer. No way, Baz. Yep, yep, yep. And another thing, she'll sit there and lie there, and she'll rub me ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, no, it's really, it's really annoying. But if it gets her to sleep, it's worth it. Look at you! What you just sit there and let this lady rub your ears? I've, I've not got a lot of choice, really. Have, have you got big ears, Baz? No, 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 not his, not his, no, 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 that's not his friend. <laughs> it's like something like, you know, I've heard of people rubbing a Buddha's belly or something like that, but yeah. rubbing Baz's ears, get yourself around there. If you're struggling with sleep, get to Baz and rub his ears. <laughs> Have a good day, mate. Bye-bye. Now, topics like this, if you're going to come on here and you're going to grass up your other half or something like that, be prepared for maybe them to come on and maybe out some of your flaws in your personality and stuff. Got a very important call here that I'm no doubt Baz the Binman would like to hear from. <laughs> come on, love, introduce yourself. Hi, it's Baz the Binman's uh, fiancé. Hello, Emma, how are you? Hi, I'm all right, thanks. How's I that hairdryer like... getting you to sleep, love? I tell you what, 
if you have to put up with his snoring, you have to put the hairdryer on, I'm telling you. I bet he's not told you about his little cloth thing that he has under his pillar. No, he hasn't, Emma. Please, please tell. Go for it. It's a little doily. It's like in the shape of a little doily. Right. And he has it under his pillar and he has to um, twiddle it between his fingers to get to sleep. <laughs> Big burly bastard bin man has a comfort blanket. Aww. He does, he does. He's giving away my secrets. I'll give away it. What a sweetie. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, the dums. The dums, Have you got a little doily? Have you to get yourself to sleep? The Adam at Breakfast Podcast. Well, you might be a bit surprised at this one. Trisha Fisher, she's normally a, a lady of elegance, isn't she? And, and she's very sensible. She loves codfish fingers with lettuce and tomato butties for breakfast. Oh, dirty finger. Uh, somebody here who wishes to remain anonymous, it seems Weetabix is a favourite. They like cold custard or Weetabix with syrup. They like what? Cold custard or Weetabix with syrup. And poor Sam in Leyland, uh, I went on a school exchange to the Ukraine and they made me eat raw ravioli dipped in vinegar for breakfast. Awful, just awful. Poor Sam. Raw ravioli? Dipped in vinegar. That's disgusting. That's oh, that, that's yeah. wrong. That should be banned. It, is, it should be banned. Well, what's wrong with the normal staple diet of a bacon butty? What is, <laughs> what is wrong with this? Let's get to the phones. Morning, Cocker. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, our kids. How are you? All right. I'm very well. Come on. I've just had two double Milky Ways and a Freddy Frog. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is always a bonus, isn't it? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Do you know, hey, a, a little point on that. You mentioned the Milky Way. I yeah. saw the actual Blue Car and the Red Car advert, which I haven't seen for ages, I on the weekend. Well. I did as well. Oh, Blue Car and Red Car having a race. Yeah. I think yeah. that's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, the Red Car read too much and couldn't jump over the, that's over right. the gap. That's it, yeah. He I went the Milky Way. I worked with the Red Car. Legal. <laughs> <laughs> And you've had a Freddo as well this morning, have you? I've had a Freddo, yeah. We don't want to be playing too much on brands or anything like that, but Baz, but Freddos are a good chocolate bar. Oh, yeah, but it didn't have the caramel in the... In oh, the, bad time. Oh, you are fussy, Baz. For I breakfast. Know, I know. Quarter to for eight breakfast. in the morning for breakfast. That's what it's all about, sunshine. Have all a right. good day, matey. Have a good day, mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Morning, Rock FM. Adam? Yeah. Curry. Curry yeah, no, for no, breakfast. Don't be, mis- don't be minging. That is ridiculous. You've never... You know had- no, the morning after the night before. No. no, that is disgusting. It's like students who eat cold pizza for the oh, breakfast. Man. No, no, I, I've got standards. <laughs> <laughs> I've got standards, but you'll have a chicken tikka boona for breakfast. Hey, yeah. After the night before, you know, they taste better. Get lost. Oh. See you later, you disgusting pig. Turn the hammer, mate. Turn the hammer, mate. Are you Rock FM? Hello, I'm just thinking about the unusual breakfast. Right, what's your name? It's Joanne Makinson. How are you, Joanne? Uh, I'm 37. Right, and what are you eating over breakfast? Well, it's not me, it's my daughter. Go so on. Cereal, beef, beef broth soup, oh. or apple pie and custard. Get for, for breakfast? breakfast? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> broth soup and apple pie and... Oh, 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 my dear, my stomach is going all over the place. How old's your daughter? Seven. No! Oh, oh that's wrong. Flipping heck, she's like a cave woman. Great <laughs> effort. Have a good day, my darling. Bye bye now. The Adam at Breakfast Podcast. Quite a lot of people in the Northwest are uh, have been involved in hand me downs. I am the oldest in my family, right? Only lad as well. However, I'm one of the youngest cousins, so I got quite a lot of uh, stuff uh, from older cousins, like a 1977 Liverpool football kit, but I got it in 1992 and it had a Top Gun badge on it because somebody had ripped the pants. Have you still got it? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, it, don't, it don't fit me now, look. Yeah, you could have handed it down to your little lad. 
If I give my lad a 1977 Liverpool football kit, all Elwood break loose. Adam, I bet that's worth a few quid nowadays. Is it, Eck? Come on, woman. Especially not with a Top Gun sticker on, but on <laughs> yeah, its backside point, anyway. Uh, keep your calls coming in with hand-me-downs that you're currently experiencing. I want to know what is the oldest hand-me-down within somebody's family, whether it be uh, an old relic or something like that, maybe mm. a T-shirt, maybe a game or something like that. There's even somebody passing on a, a shrub, if I'm not mistaken, on text. Yeah, it's a, a hedge, a privet hedge that's been passed down. She's going to get it, apparently, in uh, in her dad's will, but she really doesn't want it. Brilliant. Amanda in Aussie. Amanda, thank you very much for your text there. Eh? Uh, saying that you are going to get a hedge when your father passes on. This is great. Brilliant. Something to look forward to, my dear. Uh, let's go to the phones. There are other people out there as well with family downs in the families and stuff like that. What are you saying, mate? What's yours? My mum's cot when she was a baby. Yes. That is still in the family now, and we still use it. How old's your mum? 50. 50 odd? And your little lad? Yeah. Still uses the cot now, yeah? Yeah. Absolutely fantastic, mate. <laughs> is it still in full working order? Oh, yeah, yeah. Can I just ask a quick question? Are you yeah. still using the same mattress? No. <laughs> <laughs> good lad, have a good day, mate. See you later. Bye-bye now. Top man. Hiya, Rock FM. I am ringing up about the hand-me-downs. Yes, come on, what have you got? Well, I'm currently waiting for a key ring that's over 100 years old. I'm waiting for it. I like it. You've got your eye on something. You want it handing down now. This is great stuff. Yeah. Go on, tell us a bit about this key ring. What is it? It's actually a freebie from a kids' magazine when my grandma's mum was a kid. Right, okay. And who who, um, who, who is the current owner of this? Uh, well, my mum got it first. Right, I'm, I'm going to ask you a very um, a sensitive question now. Does yeah. your does your mum have to pass on for you to get the keyring? Um, yeah. <laughs> you sicko! You type thing. <laughs> it's a keyring. Leave it. Let it go. Yeah, but it, it's lovely. <laughs> is, is it worth a few bob as well? Well, no, it's not, actually, because occasionally they come up on eBay and they only go for about a fiver. And you, you want the killing <laughs> over your mum? Times are yeah. hard, Adam. This is bad times. Listen, you, have a good day. You too, Bye-bye. <laughs> are you ready? The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast. <laughs> I have been asked to be a best man, which I think is fatal uh, for uh, anybody's... Uh, <laughs> Let's hope not. Uh, ..for anybody's wedding, let me tell you. Uh, but my best pal's getting wed at the back end of the year, and I am the best man. Phoned me up yesterday regarding a comment I made two weeks ago to his uh, wife-to-be. She asked me about my speech. Now, obviously, with it being me, bit of a gob on stick, right... Uh, she, she's a little bit worried about what I'm going to talk about because myself and my pal have been good mates since we were young and I've seen some things that maybe shouldn't really come out in a best man's speech, especially in front of grannies and granddads, all yeah. right? So she's worried about it. So she's been asking me a few questions. Uh, and I said, don't worry. All I'm going to talk about is his ex-girlfriend. That's all I said. <laughs> Smooth. Which helped a lot. Yes. Anyway, he phoned me up yesterday and said, listen, I need to have a chat with you about this, uh, this best man speech. Are you actually going to talk about ex-girlfriends? If so, don't talk about this one, this one, this one, this one. And uh, can you not mention anything graphic? Just uh, mention that we went out and she were a pig or something like that. And I went, I can't say that, Daniel. I've got to, you know, I've got to get in there and I've got to let them know what the crack is. Uh, so anyway, this conversation developed a little bit. Turns out that uh, not... Not just my friend, because we started speaking within a group of us. And it turns out that quite a lot of my mate's girlfriends are inquisitive towards their current partners, ex-partners. Does this ring true with you, Katie Mack? 
Yes. If I'm you guilty of this to be all in a relationship, you would you would want to know who that person has been out with in the past. Yeah. You would want to know the ins and outs of their relationship, so to speak. Yeah, probably more so about the the girlfriend before uh, before myself, just because I'd want to know that I was better, and I'd want to know where it all went wrong with the previous one, so you can make sure that it didn't happen with. Uh, with the current partner. Is that I'm so nosy. I want to know everything. The proper gory details. Insecure though, rather than no, nosy. But you want to know you want to be better. Because even though some things I know I might not like, it's like a need to know. And really? I think a lot of girls are like this. They just need to know. Why? Because we just do. This is what girls do, Adam. You see, boys aren't like this. I, I'm not. I'm genuinely not bothered about anything like this. Rossi, are you anything like I this? I obviously accept that there is a past. I don't particularly mm. want to know about the details of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think she's mentioned once in the past that she has actually met a man before me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swept that swiftly <laughs> under the carpet and moved on. I, I like think that. as well, you can tell a lot about that person in, in terms of what they look for before you. So the fact that, you know what their ex-girlfriend may have looked like. For example, if she looked like a, a glamour model, yes, that would probably upset me a little bit. Why? It just would. Can it I, just would. Right, all right, I then I've got something for you. I've got something for you, right, regarding, regarding, regarding stuff like that. What if they're, when you ask the questions, what yeah. was your ex-girlfriend like, they actually speak positively of them? I think I probably won't be very happy. Really? Mm, well, you... no. If they spoke nicely and said they were a really nice person, that probably yeah. wouldn't bother me but if they said yeah. oh my god they were stunning they have this amazing figure you yeah know, a great body yeah, yeah they always looked amazing i'd probably feel a little bit like oh what if they cried at the end of that sentence <laughs> <laughs> i think i think our relationship would be over rossi morning cocker hey adam it's trisha come on trisha how are you hey, love i'm all right to you i'm very well come on tell me what you know about your uh, partner i know everything about him liar See? you're a liar i know I can even tell what he's thinking. <laughs> I've been with him that long, but it will like, you know, you know what you say at first, you want to know everything about yeah. them, who they've been with and that, you know. Yeah. Well, I had to know because, like, I thought, well, you know, they're going to be better than me or whatever, you Nobody's know. Nobody's better but, than yeah. you, Trish. Nobody's uh, better than you, love. It can't be that bad because, like, he's stuck with me for 32 years, Aww. hasn't he, you know. Isn't it, it just a need to know, though, Trish? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it was just a problem. I was, like, my stomach churned a bit, like, when he was going to ask me about mine. <laughs> and it was like, oh, well, how long have you got, you know? <laughs> but we were only dates, you know, there weren't nothing like much in it, you know. I like that. I was actually, you know, a secretary at Everton Supporters Club at Preston, like, in, right, back right. in the 70s, 80s, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're bound to meet some people, aren't you? <laughs> and I'm such a friendly person, you know. Trish, like... listen, it's not a helpline. You don't have to come on here <laughs> and tell me about your promiscuity. That's you fine, Mum. it all off your chest, Adam. It's right, you know, you've got to know, haven't you, like, just to put your mind at rest. Really? Yeah, definitely. Yes. And whatever yeah. whatever number he told you, times it by three. Adam. All right, love. Um, <laughs> I'll see you later now. Bye. All systems go. Go. The Adam at Breakfast podcast. The best bits from this week's award-winning Adam at Breakfast.